We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zdroik, joined by AJ Schultz, stepping in for his own for Kits and Wagers this week, Premier League Game Week 9. AJ, welcome into the show. Are you ready to give some winning bets? Of course, yeah. I've been, uh, I haven't been on Kits and Wagers with you yet, but been doing a weekly show over on DraftKings, talking about it. Been doing okay over there, so excited to bring some picks to, to our Rotowire show as well here. Yeah, AJ also has, we did over the summer, we did group previews for the World Cup. Those are also at, those will be at rotowire.com. You can find those somehow, some way. Uh, you just got to dig through two months, three months of league content to get to the previews that we did for the World Cup. But <laughs> so for this week, Chris is coming off a 3 0 weekend. And that's what you got to follow up with. You got to follow up with a three and a week for yourself. Uh, are you confident in, in, in what you're going to provide here for us? You know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go, I'll go two and one that I, I feel like okay. I could give a, give a two and one. I, I'm not going to be so confident that I, I'll say I'll match Chris's three and oh, but uh, I, I feel good about two, two to one. I think I've actually gone two and oh in, Every one of our shows, I don't know. I got I got the rec- record written down somewhere because I'm 14 and seven uh, in my bets. I, that would mean two and one in every show and all seven shows. Uh, so that may be the case. We'll see. But we got a pretty big weekend coming out of the international break. We're doing this on a Wednesday, and we do have some questions with injuries. Uh, we don't have the press conferences yet. Those will be coming Thursday, Friday. So we are talking Wednesday. I don't think there will be too big of a deal. We'll go over some things once we get into the matchups. But if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, as usual, I just have the odds report up, the cheat sheet. Just click on the fan team cheat sheet that you can have all 10 matches right here. You can see this odds report, win percentage, draw percentage, clean sheet percentage on one screen. That is incredible. I always see people on Twitter. You got random Twitter accounts that are just like, here are the 20 clean sheet percent chances for the 20 teams in the Premier League. And they just send out like these tweets that just are, <laughs> that list every team. At Rotowire, you can click on this cheat sheet and then click on the cheat sheet. You can get all of this stuff 
on one screen, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial. But let's get into the betting here. First up, North London Derby, and this will be a fun one. Uh, as I scroll to get to the odds portion of this of the show here. So we got Arsenal. They are home. And if you look at the line movement, really hasn't changed. The only thing that's changed, I guess, has been uh, Tottenham's odds uh, to win. So currently we're at Arsenal to win is plus 100. Tottenham to win plus 270. Some reason that dropped from plus 245 earlier this morning. So pretty interesting. And then you got the draw plus 265. So uh, what are your initial thoughts for this one, AJ? Yeah, I mean, you know, the my, my first glimpse was, you know, maybe a, a good opportunity to get some value out of Tottenham. Um, they they have kind of been finding their stride a little bit. They're, they're one of the top offensive uh, teams in the league. They've got 18 goals, four, seven allowed. But, you know, and kind of digging into this further, uh, Tottenham's, you know, record on on the road um, this season has hasn't been great. A couple of draws. They did get the win. Uh, but, you know, Nottingham Forest was was the opponent there. But draws against West Ham on the road uh, and then also against Chelsea. So, um, like I said, initial thought was this might be a good Tottenham value spot in this matchup just because I, I guess I would have thought it to be a little bit closer um, given that these are two of the top teams in the league right now, but uh, obviously Tottenham's, uh, you know, away performance has been less than stellar. Yeah, you look at the matchup last season. I think it was uh, I just started watching the the All or Nothing on Amazon, and that's Arsenal. And I think the last episode, it's only the second episode. It goes over. I think they beat Tottenham. Th- they beat Tottenham three one. I want to say. And so last season, Arsenal, you know, they lost their first three matches. And then I think they beat Norwich. And then I think it was, it was, this, game. It was this game. So you kind of look at that result. Uh, the odds in that game were probably even uh, just because of how, how struggling, uh, how much Arsenal was struggling. But I didn't really touch on some of these injuries before getting into it. We do have a question with Hugo Uriz for Tottenham. We haven't really seen a ton of information with that because he did not play with France over the international break. There's really right now, I, I I checked earlier this morning, there really wasn't anything. Tottenham's kind of tight-lipped on it. So well, we'll see what happens with that. Otherwise, Tottenham are, are pretty healthy. And then with Arsenal, it seems like Zinchenko is going to be fine out of the break. Tierney had a concussion last Saturday. It seems like he's going to be fine. I think the big question is Thomas Party. We don't know yet really, but I mean, they were, Arsenal were fine when, when party was out for a few matches already. Uh, so I don't think the injuries will have too big, big of an effect here, but I just think Arsenal at home uh, is, is the way I'm going here. So getting into the, the bets, I got Arsenal to win plus 100. And, you know, you look at the last season's results where Arsenal home, not even playing that well, still won this matchup. And as as you said, Tottenham away from home. I know Tottenham had the, the six goals before the break against Leicester, but how much are you going to put into a matchup against Leicester who have been, you know, the worst defense in the league? So so I'm kind of going off that. I, I don't think Tottenham have been that great offensively this season. You know, their defense is, is usually pretty solid under Conte, but I, I just like Arsenal at home. I'm going with the win. Uh, so what do you got here, AJ? 
Yeah, so kind of a, a similar thoughts, but a, a different different bet outcome there. You know, you mentioned six of those goals for for Tottenham um, against Leicester. So for me, um, I, I do think you know draw is definitely in play, and and I considered it here, um, but ultimately I'm going to stay away from from the win loss column here and look at the total goals and go under two and a half at plus one twenty. Really good value um, when you consider like defensively. Both these teams have allowed just seven goals um, each to, to start the season. So really, uh, they, they've been both pretty solid. I'm not concerned, you know, that the Larice injury would, you know, potentially open up Tottenham to allow more goals here. Fraser Foster, uh, Forster is, you know, certainly a, a quality goalie, started 19 games for Southampton last year. So I'm, I, I don't think there's going to be a huge impact there. Um, in terms of, of their goaltending, uh, you know, whether that would play in. So I think we'll see kind of a tight game, maybe a 2-0, um, potentially a 1-1 with a draw here. Um, but uh, ultimately, I, I want to stay away because I do think Tottenham still could surprise us, maybe force a draw. So I just went to the total for this matchup. Yeah, I... This one's kind of tough. You, you you know, you do like Arsenal. You like both the defenses, really. The way they play defense, both teams open pretty solid. Arsenal's attack is a little better. I think it was two weeks ago. Actually, it might have been even three weeks ago when, when Arsenal played Brentford. I believe I took no on both teams to score. That one ended up working out for me, even though uh, Arsenal got three goals in, in a 3-0 win. But I think this one is kind of tricky. I just pulled up over two and a half goals has hit in, I think, five of the last six league matches. So I think it's just a matter of if if Arsenal win or I mean, they are playing at home. So is Arsenal going to be able to get to two goals, get to three goals kind of thing? I think that's kind of the the main worry, I guess, with your with your under call, because I mean, thing, if things get out of hand and then. You kind of want this match to be a little slower, not like up and down to where you have like Sun and Kane running full speed at, at the Arsenal back line kind of a thing. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. correct. Uh, yeah, just, you know, Pretty slower much. pace, um, you know, and we'll we'll see. Obviously, I agree with you, though, like if it if Arsenal gets out to an early lead um, could be trouble for for this under here, as you imagine, Tottenham. You know, maybe Rosarlison comes off the bench. Um, they go a little more attack to try and get a goal or two back. Could open them up on the back end there. Mm-hmm. The other derby we got. So Sunday, uh, this North London derby was Saturday. Sunday features the Manchester derby. Uh, I believe it's the first match of the day. There's only two matches on Sunday. So that would mean seven matches Saturday, two Sunday, one on Monday. All right, there we go. Makes sense. So line movement has gone pretty much up and down. Hasn't really been any changes. We got Manchester City playing at home. They are minus 285 to win this game. Manchester United to win plus 650. You got the draw plus 475. Over two and a half goals is minus 225. So that means that over three and a half goals is plus 110, which is an incredible number here. And then under two and a half goals, plus 170. Uh, and you're not going to be wanting to take under three and a half at minus 145. But Manchester United plus 650. Do you think they have a chance? Uh, no, I, I do <laughs> not. Um, you know, looking at at this game, right, again, initial reactions was like, 
how can I get value out of Erling Holland and, and scoring? Um, you know, I, it, at the rate he's been going, I'm almost willing to take the risk at, at minus 225 for the anytime goal scorer odds. Um, and, and really, I, I'll be honest, I don't hate the idea of looking at him to score twice, which comes in at plus 200. Um, so I, I do think there's some value to get there. Um, maybe you parlay him with something else, you know, the, the minus 225, you know, do a single game parlay on this one, try and get some value out of city because you're definitely, you know, at least in my opinion, you're not going to find much out of man United here, um, in terms of where you can get value that I think they're just too, uh, I, I would be surprised if, you know, this line would probably be a little bit closer if Man United's at, at home, um, but I would still expect City to be heavily favored in the reverse derby here. So um, it's just finding a way to get value uh, out of them and out of this game. I think, it, I mean, the minus minus two sixty five kind of seems like a lot. It just be just with the way Manchester United. I don't know that Manchester United are still a pretty hard team to read. Like you look at their, their prior results, you know, they got the three, one win against Arsenal in which, you know, it was a pretty even game. You look at the possession, Arsenal had 60% possession, Manchester United still got the three goals. And then they, they also beat Liverpool two one. Um, I mean, the, both those games were at home. So you have to take that into account. And then really the Arsenal game was their last league match. And then they had the, uh, they lost Real Sociedad, and then they beat Sharif uh, in Europa League. But really, Manchester United away from home just really hasn't been the same. I mean, you look at the games against Southampton and Leicester. They played okay. It wasn't like they ran over those teams, two teams that are, are fine. <laughs> They're not Manchester City. So I'm just not sure. Like Eric Ten Hag, like they have their, their possession strategy and whatnot that he's brought to the team. and It's worked a lot. I'm not sure what their what their pressure strategy is going to be in this matchup like is it going to work against Manchester City how are they going to play against a team like Manchester City who you know in a lot of these matchups 60 plus percent possession it's going to have to be Manchester United getting on the counter getting guys like Anthony on the counter uh, Jane Sancho it doesn't seem like uh, Rashford or Martial will be back from injury so it's going to be kind of those the usual guys up there possibly Ronaldo's going to start uh probably either him or Alanga up there but really hard to go against Manchester City at home healthy uh I mean that, that's kind of what it comes down to and minus 285 does seem like a lot but I think both of us found some pretty reasonable bets here where you can actually get plus money and you're still back in Manchester City so I'm going uh, man, this uh, I found this bet at DraftKings. It's called it's called uh, it's just Man City money line up to the thirtieth minute. That means if Man City uh, are winning at the thirtieth minute, you win this bet. And the thing about Manchester City is that I I don't have the exact numbers here, but I'm positive that they score. I don't know in the first 10, 20 minutes more than anyone else in the league. Uh, they're awesome at scoring early in matches. I think that's going to happen. Only 30 minutes in, you get plus 120 for Man City money line. I think that's pretty good value. So uh, let's go with that one. Uh, you're going with a little more goals for your bet, though. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do like that one. 
Um, you know, we, we saw the, I think it was their last match or, or maybe the one before that, like Jack Grealish scored in like the first minute. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> must have been champions league. I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Or wait, no, it was that the wolves match. Okay. I'm mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wolves, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but so to your point though, I think that's, you know, they are a fast starting team and, and I think that bodes well for them, um, against, against United. And I think that's going to see them score a lot of goals. Um, I was hesitant around the, the the overall totals in this game. Just, you know, over three and a half felt like a lot. You're really only getting plus 110 in that one. You know, you mentioned you're not going to take under three and a half for minus 145. It's just kind of, um, you know, there's not a lot of good spots to, to be in here on the overall game total. So instead, I went just Man City itself. At over two and a half goals, plus 105, you know, you figure, um, you know, three goals, obviously a, a decent ask, but they, they've they been capable of doing it multiple times this season. Uh, they've done it in five of their, their seven matches to start the year. And the two times they missed that were on the road. So the fact that they're at home, feeling much more comfortable. Um, and I am talking strictly league play. I, I didn't take into account their, their Champions League matchups for, for that stat, but um, – Domestically in the Premier League, five of seven, they've scored three or more, um, and they've done it every time at home. And I, I think they'll do it again in this one. So you're an Erling Holland guy, uh, you know, from Bundesliga days. You're a Bundesliga follower. Erling Holland, six four. Uh, he's a robot. He's a monster. <laughs> he's going to be going up against at least one of the center backs, Lissandro Martinez. I know he's had his up and down since since joining Manchester United, but Martinez is 5'9". Uh, I mean, it, obviously, this isn't like these guys aren't going one-on-one for a header, you know, every second of the match. But do you think Manchester United can contain Holland somewhat? Like, I know, obviously, Varane's back there, too. But uh, no one has been able to can, contain Holland yet. Do you think, like, Eric Ten Hag has spent the past two weeks trying to figure it out? or? I mean, he's welcome to try. Um, I just, I just don't see it. You know, the his numbers at, at Borussia Dortmund are really, really solid. Um, you know, he wouldn't win the uh, the Golden Boot because he had to compete with Robert Lewandowski. But he's getting way better service now. Um, has a much better supporting cast than he ever did at Dortmund, and I, I just think he's going to be really hard to stop. And you know, you mentioned the height difference. I'm, I'm picturing in my head. I'm not sure if you're a wrestling fan, but I'm picturing like Ray Mysterio going up against the big show. Like it's just not going to match up well here um, for, for man, uh, man United. And and so I would expect, that's why I said, I, I really don't hate the idea of taking Holland and score twice when you can get plus 200 on, on that bet. I mean, if you want to go wrestling, you can just say Andre the giant against anyone. Is that, I mean, <laughs> want to go a little more recent in, in my reference here. Yeah, everyone knows Andre the Giant, but I don't know if we I don't even know if we can compare Allen to, to Andre the Giant though. Uh 7-4 <laughs> for Andre the Giant. Uh <laughs> but yeah, it's uh we'll see what, what Manchester United can do. Uh I think it'll be a fun game. I feel like the last uh, at least last season it wasn't I don't know, the the the, the Manchester Derbies weren't like 
I don't know, fun, I guess. But I mean, I look back uh, two seasons ago and Manchester United, you know, won two nil in this spot, kind of somewhat surprisingly. But I mean, last season, Manchester City six one uh, combined through the two games. So I think it'll at least be fun to see, you know, what Ten Hag and Guardiola do against each other in their first games. But <clears throat> so final match of the weekend, we had, you know, we got these derbies, we get, we got these, uh, the, you know, the top kind of, I don't know, top six teams in the league. So we had to go down to the bottom <laughs> of the table and we got this Monday night thriller between <laughs> Leicester city and Nottingham forest. This one, I think I have an, another bet in my article. So I had to come up with two bets for this match, but uh, this one will be interesting. We, we could have, this could be like a match where the loser of this match, the manager is fired. Uh, that's the kind of situation we're in here right now. But Leicester City minus 135 to win. Nottingham Forest plus 330. And then the draw is plus 300. And then over two and a half goals, minus 155. Over three and a half goals, plus 160. Under two and a half goals, plus 120. So who's going to get fired? Brendan Rodgers for Leicester City or Steve Cooper for Nottingham Forest? Who do you think? I think these two, in terms of odds, I think these two guys are the favored to be to be uh, first to be sacked right now. Yeah, I was trying to find that real quick. I, I haven't uh, haven't gotten to it yet, but um, I, I do think you hit the nail on the head here. I mean, you almost have to if if Lesser loses, uh, you know, they're, they're winless in eight games. I mean, even a draw doesn't really bode well for them. Um, but if they lose here, you know, they're they're in a spot where they're getting further and further cemented into the bottom of the table. Um, I know, you know, Brendan Rodgers has been there for a long time, uh, obviously uh, has some um, some equity with the, the fan base and, and the club, but it might be time if they lose this one. Similarly, you know, Nottingham Forest uh, has invested a ton of money, just a ridiculous amount of money. And the only way that pays off is, just, is if they stay up. So, um, equally, I, I think they could uh, also sack their manager here if they lose. So it's it's going to be a tough one, uh, you know, for for whoever comes out on the losing side. Maybe they both get through for another week with a draw. But uh, I, I think I almost feel as if this is a must-win match for Brendan Rodgers. I, I wonder just, like, what the – what the idea with, with these clubs just oh like we had the international break, like if Leicester city lose this match, it just seems odd that it's like, okay, we had these two weeks where we actually had time to do something that we're, we're going to, if Leicester loses match, we're going to fire Rogers after this. And then we have what six straight weeks of matches after this game. So it just seems weird that we didn't get a sacking over the national break. So I, I kind of wonder if, maybe we're not going to get one just uh, before the world cup. It just seems weird that like we had this time and now we have a bunch of matches. Why do you want a new manager in, in the middle of why you're having all these matches? So I did. Yeah, I mean, that that's a really good point, honestly, that, that I admittedly hadn't considered, you know, but are you willing to stick around for like six more weeks and a of huge losing. picture set? <laughs> Of allowing and, five goals and a game. And suddenly, you know, fire before the World Cup and try and find somebody. I mean, I don't know. Maybe unless 
unless somebody has got like, you know, like a Roberto Martinez, like pegged to like, Hey, once the world's cup over is over, we're going to sack our manager. You want to take over, but right. Um, you know, I, yeah, I agree. I had not thought of that. Um, it does seem strange that maybe somebody didn't pull the trigger. Um, but it just, it feels like you would put yourself in too much of a hole to wait another six weeks to, to do that. Yeah. I pulled up the odds. Brendan Rodgers is basically even, uh, to be the next manager to, to leave his post. Uh, and then Ralph has huddle of Southampton. He's about two to one, Steve Cooper, six to one, depending where you look. I mainly think Steve Cooper is those odds are like that because like he joined Nottingham Forest last year and he brought him to promotion. So you got to give him some time. They got all these signings. So I guess it's kind of a thing where let's give him some time. Uh, he brought us here. So let's see what he can do kind of a thing. I know some teams don't do that, but it seems like, you know, the fans like him, the, the club likes him. So maybe that's why his odds are like that. But in terms of this matchup, as we get back into talking about the actual game, uh, indeed, he picked up some kind of hamstring injury, something to keep an eye on uh, over the break. Uh, I think that's the only thing with Lester. And then I think a big one with uh, Forrest, we got Scott McKenna. He picked up an issue also over the break. And he I think he's their only maybe their only player that's played a full 90 or at least started every match for Nottingham Forest this season. So if he's out, I'd say that's that's a boost for the other team. But, you know, Forrest, they brought in Willie Bowley from from Wolf. So they still have someone. This is a weird game, though. Uh, Forrest, you know, they lost their matches against against Fulham and, and Bournemouth and Leicester just losing to everyone. You're going you're going on one side. The, give your take here. You're, you're going with Nottingham Forest. Yeah, I'm going to go Nottingham Forest on the double chance at plus one, 105. But I, I did seriously consider, and I might still take them on the money line at plus 330. Um, it is a road matchup, so obviously that that is the factor for why I, I hedged here and went double chance instead. Um, you know, but, just, you know, City um, it, it is – really, really struggling. Uh, and as you know, we've talked about all year long that they haven't, they haven't won a match yet. Um, this season, obviously Forrest not significantly better with one win, but, um, I, I wonder if the two week break kind of gave Forrest a chance to kind of get some of these guys, all these new additions on the same page. Um, I know obviously some players left for international duty as well, but, um, I, I would expect them to come out strong. Lester basically just playing with the you know same group of guys they've had for a while. You mentioned additional injuries there. So um, I, I think Forrest can win. I'm hedging with the double chance only because they're on the road and you can still get plus value on it. Um, but I did seriously consider just taking them on the money line at plus 330. I think it's basically a situation with Lester. It's like, do these guys want to keep playing for Brendan Rodgers? If they do want to, if they're still motivated to actually win and get points for them, I I, I like them to win. Uh, that's kind of what I'm coming at. But both these back lines are terrible. Leicester City are allowing goals for fun. They just allowed six uh, to Tottenham. I know they are better at home, so maybe there, there's some worry with that. But when you combine the way Leicester have looked with the way Nottingham Forest have looked, I'm just thinking goals over three and a half goals plus 165. 
maybe a public kind of bet here just because of, I mean, you look at two of the worst defenses kind of thing, but I just think you combine two of the worst defenses, Lester, Lester already played pretty attacking. We'll see if Jamie Vardy's back in the starting 11, James Madison, top player, Harvey Barnes, top player, Gibbs White, Johnson, Wanyi, Jesse Lingard, whoever starts for Forrest. You got guys who can score and you got back lines who have some issues Going goals, uh, you get plus one sixty five odds in the over three and a half. That that uh, I like it. Seems like a lot of goals. Probably is a lot of goals, but the way that these teams playing, I'll, I'll take that. But you think there's going to be goals in this match? Um, yeah, I definitely think there will be. I, I agree. There's some question marks on on the on the back lines here. Um, you look at how the you know how the season has gone so far. They're both. Um, you know, in, in the heavy, you know, negative for gold differential minus 11 for Nottingham minus 12 for Leicester. Um, so yeah, I, I would expect we'll see, um, see plenty of goals from both sides, you know, Nottingham, their road, their road numbers, uh, is, is nine to one in, in a negative eight for them in terms of gold differential, um, as, as the road team. So I, I like that bet. I do think we could see plenty of goals in this one. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so that's that's the three games. And uh, you aren't familiar with our team parlay. And the team parlay... It's had it's had it's had a rough start. You know, this was an idea that 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 came about early in the season. I think I we decided at last minute. It's like, okay, let's do this team parlay, some fun thing where where I put in a bet, you were Chris putting a bet kind of thing. Right now, the team parlay is one and six. I'll get it out there. We haven't been great. Uh, <laughs> the thing we do, the purpose is we do a minimum of plus two hundred odds, and so you know we got pretty much two even bets. And, you know, I, I realized a couple weeks ago that the problem, I think my record is two and five in, in this parlay. The problem for me is that my bets are like my eight or ninth bet of the weekend um, because I also <laughs> have the article and then the three bets in this one. So that is a problem. But, you know, if this goes to one in 10, I might just scrap it because uh, it's just not working out for us. But... <laughs> But AJ, this is your first one. So give me your parlay leg here. Yeah. So for for my parlay, uh, I'm going to look at the West Ham Wolves matchup here. We've got another bottom of the table matchup, um, you know, and and two teams that have had 
the most inept offenses to start the year. They have a combined six goals. Um, you know, not a lot, not a lot going on there offensively for either team. Um, so I, I liked the uh, those to take no on those two two teams to score. I like that straight up as a bet. It's only, it's only minus one ten, um, so you're not giving up a ton of juice on that. And I think from a parlay standpoint, it's a good spot to be in um, because you are only giving up a little bit of juice. It lets you, um, you know, gives you a lot of options to still be able, to, you know, to get plus money when you parlay it with something else without taking a ton of risk on it. I I like it. I agree with that one. Uh, if you read my article, it'll be up at some point in the next 24 hours. I got a different bet on this one, but I think it's going to be low scoring. Wolves matches are always low scoring. They'll probably go 1-0 either way. 1-1, if anything. Uh, just that Wolves seem to, score, seem to have trouble scoring against anyone, any season. That's just how it is. Raul Jimenez isn't healthy yet. Uh, we'll probably see a front line with like Gaddish, Neto, and, and Podence. But then you got West Ham, who they added some pieces. They haven't really figured things out yet. You know, they're getting goals in, in uh, I think they're in Europe Conference League. They're getting goals there, but it's just not working out for them right now. Maybe that'll change at some point, but I don't think it's changed against Wolverhampton. So my bet. Uh, it took some time with this one. I'm going yes on both teams to score between Fulham and Newcastle. Uh, so this one, there are questions. You got Bruno in the midfield. We'll see if he starts coming out of the break. I think my main worry here is if Callum Wilson doesn't start, we don't know who Newcastle are going to start at striker because Chris Wood has, I think he has a broken rib maybe. Uh, Isak is out for him. So we don't we don't know that situation. I don't think Cal Wilson's ready for a full 90. But I think Newcastle, they still have the guys. They still will figure out a way to get a goal uh, because New or Fulham, their back line has been, has been okay. Uh, they've had some hit and miss moments. And then on the other side of that, I know Newcastle plays solid defense, but away from home, it hasn't really shown up this season. And then Mitrovic always seems to get his his head on something, always there in front of net. Uh, so I'll just go with yes on both teams to score. That one's minus 150. But put those together, you got plus 218 odds. Is that going to hit, AJ? Is it going to hit? Come on. Oh, I, I don't love the yes on both teams to score uh, without <laughs> knowing the status of Callum Wilson, man. Uh, yeah, but – well, he's healthy. We just don't know if he's going to start. Yeah, yeah. He'll play. Um, he'll play uh, thirty minutes minimum. We'll say. All right, all right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get. I'll give it a yes. It, and it's. I, I would maybe, uh, you know, add to that. Uh, you know, maybe separately take like once he's confirmed to start, take like Callum Wilson to score because you're going to need that one to happen. I think almost for for that parlay to hit. If we want to get real crazy here, I, I just threw this in there. You know, we're talking about no on both teams to score for West Ham and Wolves. We could parlay up the exact score for West Ham Wolves of 0-0 with your your yes on both the score, Fulham and Newcastle. That's going to come in at plus 17-33 here. So you can really (laughs) cash in big on that one Um, because I I don't think 0-0 in that West Ham uh, Wolves game seems like a distinct possibility. Look, again, we – go maybe a little bit conservative, maybe go with the safer plays. Um, 
at least I do when I'm, when I'm picking stuff, but uh, when I'm maybe thinking a little bit longer, looking a little bit deeper, plus 1700 looks real good for a game that certainly could end zero, zero. I, uh, I didn't mention this before, but uh, Nathan Collins is suspended. So we do have possibly Tody Gomez starting at center back. We'll see who, who Wolverhampton actually start back there. Is that worrying to you that, you know, they're on their, their second string center back here, backup center back? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that is something that, uh, you know, something of a concern there. Um, yeah, I guess I, I hadn't thought about that either. Um, you mentioned West Ham's been scoring a little bit more, uh, in European competition, but, um, I, I still stick with it. I'm still solidly in that no camp for both teams to score. It just hasn't been happening in the premier league. I don't think this is the week it happens either. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It looks like a glitch in our systems. The, the Nathan Collins suspension isn't even popping up, even though he is marked as suspended. So, uh, that, that one is, we'll leave that one to tech, but uh, that's all we got here. Uh, some final thoughts. We got any final thoughts on these, uh, the rest of the matches. It looks like it's going to be a low scoring weekend. We have one match with an implied goal total above three, and that's the Manchester, uh, Derby there. Um, I was kind of, I was looking at for, for this parlay, I was trying to go with like maybe a Liverpool corner bet or Liverpool minus one and a half because we're getting we're getting Brighton with their new manager, and I'm still not sold on what we'll see from him. So that one's that one's kind of iffy. I think we both like Everton. I did throw that in my article. Um, uh, my other consideration was yes on both teams to score for Bournemouth and Brentford. Uh, I think you can get a little better odds in that one, but. Any final thoughts for the slate here? You are an Everton man. Do you think they're going to beat Southampton? I do. I mean, I, I feel really confident the win we had uh, going into the break and then potentially to get Dominic Calvert-Lewin coming back. So I, I seriously considered throwing that in there. I didn't want to homer, uh, homer play it, so I opted to, to keep that one out and, and look for something else. But I do, I do like the value you can get on Everton to win. Um, you can get decent value on the double chance as well if you don't want to go um, all the way on the win since since they're on the road here. But um, so yeah, Everton, uh, you know, win or draw on the double chances has got decent value as well there. Yeah, so that team parlay again. I took yes on both Fulham and Newcastle to score. That's minus one fifty. Uh, AJ took West Ham, Wolverhampton. No on both to score minus one ten. So that's plus two eighteen odds. Um, if you did not hear anything correctly, just if you're listening on podcast, just go to YouTube, go to our Twitter, go to our soccer, uh, find that these are all graphics. You can look at them. They're up. Uh, but yeah, AJ, thanks for stepping in and doing this show. We, uh, last week we went combined five and one, and then we were oh and one in the parlay. You know, our goal every week is to come in seven and oh combined. We got six and oh with our, with the game bets and then one and oh in the parlay. Um, can we actually do that as, as we're looking back? Can we actually, I think we can, you got the Man City over the under. Okay. And then the Nottingham Forest double chance. It's possible. It's possible. So th- there's. We could go seven and zero this week. Uh, if I will say, if you go seven and zero, you'll be on our next show, and then we won't bring Chris back until you get an incorrect bet. How's that? 
That's that sounds like a plan. Yeah, if we if we run the table here, I, I think we just yeah you can't you can't mess with a winning lineup. So um, we'll have to give Chris the boot for for one more week. Yeah, but rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial. Uh, I've been on this cheat sheet that has all 10 games throughout the show. Uh, You can get this cheat sheet and more cheat sheets and a lot of other stuff like stats. But AJ, you can find him at AJScholes24 on Twitter. I am at Rotasdroik. Thanks for joining me, AJ. And we'll see everyone, I don't know, later. We got a lot of games coming up in October, so we'll see everyone at some point, somewhere, somehow talking about something, but we'll be here. (laughs)